Good morning and welcome to Over the Garden Fence, brought to you by your friends at Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. And here he is, the one, the only, your host for Over the Garden Fence. I keep losing the year. This is, what, 66? Oh, no, no. No? I think 68. 68? Yes. Wow. 68 years and still going strong. Andy Waddell. And not my age. Just no, the, no, no, no. The no, age no. of the program. Now, I'm almost <laughs> as old. Oh, you, you just dated yourself. Well, no, but somebody asked me. I'm going to really date myself now. Somebody asked me, well, what's your birthday this year? And I said, it's the Medicare birthday. <laughs> and you know how I know that? I've got all these flipping people sending me all this Medicare stuff. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, no. <laughs> AARP wants oh, to help AARP you. AARP has been sending me stuff for over 10 years. I swear, it's, it's incredible. But... um. Be that as it may, uh, sixty-eight years of yeah. visiting over the garden fence. Thank you. It's it's uh, it's been a joy, and we're having fun. But you know, it's like every week, Andy. It's something new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> this week, new is the weather. Yeah, I seen that. Uh, the next many days, uh, wife was saying no rain in the forecast for the next few days. Well, I hope not. And just going up a few degrees each day, uh, all us gardeners are very, very excited. Yeah, so. the only thing is, having lived in Michigan this long, you got to be wary because you, you uh, Jim, you never be, know. I'm in the optimist club. I, you know, you're being a realist. Yes, I understand. You I, know. You're not being a pessimist. I understand. No, that. I, I think I'm being a realist. Oh yeah, but I would love. For the weather to continue to... Ride the wave. Yeah. Yep, because there'll be another cold wave. Oh, and yeah. And chances are you might even get it a little white again, and, you know, then it'll get warm again, and what then we'll get do? super hot again, and then yeah. it'll get cold again. Oh, so, yeah. But so, that's okay. I love Michigan. So yes. you got to go along with the weather. You know, there's pluses and minuses. So, hey, good morning, everybody. And, uh, Jim, why don't we do a few timely tips, and then okay. um, we can have callers call in. There is uh, a lot of issues this week. With water, mm-hmm. a lot of rain came down. So some, some uh, uh, places got two inches plus, and so I think we got an inch and a quarter at our house, and so a lot of rain. Um, and I just wanted to say before we started our uh, timely tips, you know, Waddell's, there, <clears throat> I'm not uh, saying there is an event, but usually there is an event. If not being planned, yeah. it's at Waddell's. So, Every weekend. Yeah. So uh, um, maybe take time out today and reflect what this weekend is with Easter. And we have a small little Easter event today. And Waddell's is partnering with the Rabbit Angel Rabbit Rescue Company to create a fun and meaningful Easter event. You'll be able to actually, Jim, pose with your bunnies for the family Easter photo op. Um, and you can actually, these are bunnies, can be holding. You you can hold in your hands. These are not um, like the bunny that Archie was chasing around the yard yesterday. So um, you can make up Easter baskets with the Easter basket creation station. And so uh, purchase one of the baskets. And then uh, we'll have a guide, Victoria, that will help you fill your basket. There's a little make a hyacinth craft out of these little bows. So you make hyacinth flowers and a little card and uh, just a small little charge in that. It's just kind of really fun. We also have a pick up a pre-made Easter mug arrangement for your Easter dinner. So that's in the floral department. So we just invite you down for something fun and uh, maybe bring the grandkids down or the kids down today. Yeah, sounds like fun. And then I I enjoy listening to Roger's show too as I travel and uh, travel over here to the radio station. I'll, I'll also, before we start, comment about the ducks. 
Yeah. <laughs> and Jim, when there's water at Waddell's, the ducks show up out in the parking lot. There's okay. not three or four inches of water, but they are out in the middle of the driveway. I wonder, you know, it's just you see, you, you see water where it hasn't yep. been, yep. and there are ducks there. And he is right. They're mostly mallards. Yeah. So I'm wondering, are they either A, should I call it habitual or hereditary, where they come back every year because we have a pair of ducks that land behind our store, mm-hmm. walk up the back path, and park themselves under a Japanese maple every year by our pond and have their have their little babies there. Huh. Babies hatch, and they, believe it or not, we've sit, taken pictures. They all waddle out and waddle all the way down the back walkway oh, and yeah. head to the lake at Atwater Lake in the That's back. Cool. So I'm just wondering, do the ducks, I'll, maybe something for Roger next week, Do the is the same family Am I oh. seeing the same family? Yeah, I would. I would imagine. I'm just. Know, I'm just guessing. And how long does the duck live? I. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, just fun with uh, um, uh, w- listening to bird watch. So, thank you all for joining over the garden fence. And we, we like to have nice conversations and invite us. And uh, uh, I learn something too on a daily basis with listening to bird watch. So, God has gifted us with many beautiful colors to treat our eyes. I'm so glad he specializes in technicolor. Sunrises. This morning's sunrise was amazing. Rose blossoms, sunflowers, and sunsets would not be very spectacular in black and white. In the spring, no color is actually as exciting as green. Our Michigan landscape is now awash in refreshing green meadows, budding woodlands, lush lawns, parks, and sprouting gardens. I hope all of you, our Green Thumb friends, will be able to join, enjoy the great green event this spring uh, or this weekend in your gardens and many beautiful vistas in our area. The beauty of the wildflowers coming out in the woods, may apples, skunk cabbage, Dutchman's breeches, out in the landscaping, the same thing, tulips, daffodils, hyacinths, um, all popping up, showing their color. Johnny jump ups and little violas showing their little faces. Um, just cute little. Uh, um, as we pull into Waddell's, we give a whole little group of uh, pansies, and they're all facing the sun in the morning, just all waving good morning to us. Scarlet maple and weeping willow um, starting to flower and showing a, a great early spring color, including witch hazel and filbert, all in full flower. So go take time to thank God for the seasons and the spring season that's coming on us. So I will say, working out in the garden, you will find the most enjoyable way to catch the green spring fever. So maybe you need to take a stroll around the landscape and garden. Is there time today to make notes for the essential projects that will keep our garden and landscape green and growing? Yes, Jim and I were talking about the moisture. We got a lot of moisture. And I'll, I'll say, you can tell if you have clay ground, okay? If the two days later that water is still sitting there, you probably have a drainage problem. You need to probably look how I can divert water away. And if there's a lawn issue, we need to get some soil conditioner, either gypsum that will act as a natural hoe that will break down that clay over time. And I will say I can see that or clay soil conditioner in your lineup of your spring lawn care. If it is around the yard, um, that's one thing. If it's up by the house, Jim, it's another thing. Maybe then it's time to reroute some of your water. Um 
my neighbor was helping my neighbor the other night. He had uh, problems in his basement with water coming down through the conduits. But if you go two steps back, the eaves troughs were full. Eaves troughs were filling. The downspouts weren't able to handle it, and it was coming right down inside the basement. So maybe you need to start back from ground zero. Out at a landscape job at our crew last year, they asked me, hey, need you to swing out to this job site. So at a two-story house, Jim, we were down in the mud putting in a patio, and here's the drainage pipe. Well, they started sawing it, and they're like, something's not right. Well, when they sawed it and completely cut it, about 50 foot of a mud worm pushed, squirted out, and two stories of mud and leaves shot out of that pipe. No wonder things weren't draining properly. So maybe you need to check, where did the builder put that drain plug? Is it filled up to the top? So things like that are really important. So we're going to when the garden soil, when the lawn soil is enough uh, dry enough to be worked. Cool weather, weather crops could be planted soon. Peas, onions, lettuce, spinach, turnips, kale, beets, potatoes, radishes, gladiola, sweet peas, poppies, and larkspur can all be direct seeded or set out in your gardens very soon. If you winterized your roses, your hydrangeas, and your butterfly bush by mounding them up with shredded bark or peat moss or leaves, begin uncovering them. If you covered the rose roses up with rose cones, go ahead and remove them on the warm sunny days, but remember place the mulch or place the rose cones back onto the plant on those really frosty cold nights. After uncovering those roses, hydrangea and butterfly bush, you can prune all stems back to the green wood. Again, remember, if it gets cold, cover them back up. You don't want that plant to start growing in the mulch and turning white because then when you do um, go ahead and uh, um, uncover it, then it gets burned in the uh, in the yeah. frost. Yeah, and that's not good. <laughs> that's not good at all. Yeah. I know you're in your timely tips, but we have a phone call. I'd love it. I, I can I stop like right where I'm at. Good morning. All right. Let's bring him, uh, bring him in. Good morning. Welcome to Over the Garden Fence. Who's this? Hey, good morning. Hey, this is Amy. Hi. Hey, Amy. How are you? I'm very good. How can I help today? Just starting to get ready to think about preparing my um, flower beds and my pots for uh, to plant. Mm -hmm. And I wondered uh, what you thought of. I have kind of been using the same soil in the same pots mm -hmm. for a couple of years now and also the same soil in the flower bed where I plant my impatience. Mm -hmm. uh, is that a good idea or should I be freshening it up with some new soil every year? Well, what do you Amy, I would say go ahead and keep some of that soil that you have in there. You can use that for your quote unquote filler, but really after a few years, a lot of that soil gets depleted with any nutrients. So I might suggest in those pots, and if you're putting flowers in them, go with a company that we sell at Waddell's called Dairy Dew. That's a, a Michigan-made product. And we have something called Flower Dew for your flowers. They really do have a lot of nutrients, including the trace minerals that we're missing. So zinc, manganese, um, um, those are all in there. Calcium, those all have nutrient base that are good for whether it be a flower or a tomato. Now. Mm -hmm. You said pots, but there's also some raised beds or a little garden, you said, too, at the same time? 
Yeah, along the brick wall, I plant solid and patient, and I was going to ask you about that or if there was anything new that was starting to affect impatience because (laughs) I had trouble last year with my impatience. Mm -hmm. And is that impatient? See, impatience is going to have that viral. I know impatience are going through a series that have some issues right now. And Amy, so let's go back to the soil first, and then we can go to the plant second. Um, Is it in full sun or is it in part sun? Um, it's, uh, I would say it's facing, um, it gets northwest sun, but mm-hmm. there's a big wall and a gate in front of it. So I would say it maybe gets maybe three or four hours of afternoon light. Mm-hmm. So we probably want to maybe switch some of those plants. Maybe a begonia family might not work out too bad on um, that begonia. Mm-hmm. Wax begonias or uh, big leaf begonias, tuberous begonias work very good in that part sun, part shade. If there is a little more sun, there is a plant that looks like impatience, Amy, called vinca, but it will want require a little more sun, but it has the same little floweret that it kind of mimics an impatient plant. So for that flower bed, I might go every 25 square feet, till in one bag of the Wonder Blend composted cow manure. It's composted. Mm-hmm. It's great nutrient. You can work that out. You're not going to put your flowers in today, but if you can get that tilled over, turned over with a garden spade, mm-hmm. then one bag of peat moss per 50 square feet. Mm-hmm. So the peat moss is a good sphagnum. It's loose. It'll provide good aeration. Peat moss, when it's too dry, absorbs. When peat moss is too wet, it perspires. So good mm-hmm. sphagnum peat moss combination with that composted cow manure. Then when you're planting, I'm going to give everybody my little secret, what we do at Waddell's for our annuals. I roll all those roots, Amy, in the mics, in the mycorrhiza when we're planting them. So Every one of the plants that our crew plants out in the nursery has the mycorrhiza in it on its roots. So when it gets planted, those roots just take right off, whether it be tomato or impatient or that vinca. Um, then you'd have some really good success with that with that soil. You called it mycorrhizin? Yep, mycorrhiza. It's called M-Y-K-E. If you stop into the store, it is a beneficial bacteria that will take one root and multiply it and turn it into 50. So less watering, more nutrient take up, quicker response in your growth. So the annuals absolutely love it. Um, they, they, uh, we use it in all our contracts in our plantings for the city of Portage and uh, works out very good. So those are a few tips on whether you are planting in the shade or in those pots and uh, maybe a few plants that could help you. Thank you so much. That's been very helpful. You All bet. right. Thanks, Amy. We appreciate it. Have a wonderful weekend. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, I had never heard of that micro... Mics, beneficial mics, yep. Okay, the, the, that you roll the roots in. Mm-hmm. Now, so you just... So you take the plant out and then you just... You put it on a sheet or something? Or no, or just have it like in your, in your in wheelbarrow your... or five-gallon okay. bucket. And um, like if the guys are planting three-gallon shrubs, mm-hmm. we don't roll it in the in the mics. We put it a couple cups oh, around okay. it. Around a three-gallon okay. shrub takes a one cup. Um, okay. A two-inch tree will take six cups. Okay. Three-inch tree will take a 16 cup. So we put it right on those roots. Okay. Um, Mike's is a, a hungry item, so it needs that composted cow manure so it can feed. And so the combination, 
just letting everybody know it will not work on ericaceous plants. So it won't work on blueberries, rhododendron, and azalea okay. and pieris. But everything else in the lineup, it works it very good. Everything in vegetable, everything in flower, everything in okay. perennial. All right, cool. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back with some more timely tips. And uh, Andy's got this thing about um, trees. It's mm-hmm. really cool. I do. Yeah, I do. this is something that's really, this could be, for some people, could be revolutionary. So we'll have to, we'll, I'll keep an eye on it. But we'll talk about that in a few minutes. And just to let you know, you can call just like Amy did, 382-4280. You can call 877-382-4280 yep. if you're outside. And if you're a little radio shy, you can text us at 80373. You've got it up here on the screen. We'll get your question on as soon as we can. And we'll be right back. Is it time yet? Is it time yet? Gardeners are having a hard time being patient for the time to get out and plant something. But you can start the 2023 planting season by browsing the seed department at Waddell's Garden Center, where you'll find the best selection of vegetable and flower seeds around. Choose from Heart, Seed Savers Exchange, Botanical Interests, Burpee, and many more. To give your seeds the best start possible, Waddell's recommends Dairy Dew Seed Starting Soil. Dairy Dew Seed Starter is the best organic mix for germinating seeds and transplanting seedlings. Jiffy Pots are the easiest way to start seeds and then transplant them into gardens when the soil warms up. There are many Jiffy Seed Starting Pots in two and a quarter inch to five inch sizes. To start your veggies and flowers indoors, Waddell's carries miracle LED grow light bulbs. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center, your seed starting head quarters on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Open Monday through Friday 9 to 6, Saturdays 9 to 5, closed Sundays. WKZO News Time is 924, 40 degrees now under mostly to partly cloudy skies across the area. Back to Over the Garden Fence with Andy Waddell. And uh, we're... <laughs> I love that Holly story that cracks me up. I just, you know, it's like, okay, I know you want to get out there and just Go, but if you want to tell that story, it is hilarious. <laughs> well, I was just listening to our ad, and it, it's like, is it time? Is it time? You know, and and uh, one one customer was looking for seventeen holly yesterday, and I said, hang on, hang on, we have them, but just give us a few more days because a good hard frost, and you're going to wonder in the end of April what happened to my blue holly? They've all turned brown, yeah. uh, broadleaf evergreen right now that's been in a greenhouse. Just wait a few more weeks. There's plenty to plant if you wanted to do that today. That's true. But all right. I can go on and on on timely tips, but then at the end of the show, I'm like, oh, I didn't tell my my um, some of my cool new items that we get. So this is called the tree hugger. The tree hugger. It is a tree really? hugger sprinkler. The tree hugger sprinkler is a 360 degree circle that opens up. It's hinged style sprinkler. So instead of putting a hose on, a drip irrigation on, a sprinkler on, and or drip irrigation, it's only going to go in one spot. The tree hugger is a circle and goes, opens up, and you can place it around that brand new tree, around the brand new shrub. Say it's a larger tree. We have one that is 7-inch wide, one that are 11-inch wide, and um, one that is 15 inches wide, and those... 11 inch will do trees trunks up to 11 inch in diameter the 15 inch will do trees up to 15 inch diameter so 
We're talking about larger plants, and suddenly you have a capability of a 360-degree watering capability for all the roots at one time. Now, that's cool. So it's funny. It is. It is. We've seen it, and we were drawn to the booth at the show last fall. I'm like, we need that. So uh, um, Trina, myself, and some of the other team, Barb and Terry and Sherry, we all loved the idea of uh, getting that. So it's just an item for our friends to uh, have better success. Cool. So we were um we were last on winterizing and uncovering those hydrangeas, those roses, those budlias. So now is a good time for feeding all those. So this is our first monthly rose feeding. Fertilize with five pounds of composted cow manure, three quarters cup of espoma rose tone. Use the rose tone monthly for the last feeding around August 1st. We need the roses to slow down so they don't still uh, flower in December. Fertilizing program will encourage plants to produce their best foliage and flower possible. And since the butterfly uh, bush flower on new growth, an early spring feeding will help produce more flowers this summer. Now, if the hydrangeas were fed last October, no fertilizer is needed. If not, feed with a a spoma holly-tone in April and then in June. Big-leafed hydrangeas, let's test your pH, or really, just guess your pH is high. Most people's are. And if your big leaf hydrangea is bright blue, let it be. If it's not and fading, get some garden sulfur on it now. We talk about it in July when people come in with a wimpy flower wondering what to do. Now's the time. This is the last call for deciduous tree and shrub transplanting before the new growth begins. Dig plants with as many roots as possible with as much soil attached as possible to the roots. Prune branches back 20% before lifting the plant. Prepare the new site properly, making the hole 50% bigger than the root system and fill the hole with a mixture of one-third sphagnum peat moss, one-third composted cow manure, and one-third of the soil taken from the planting hole. Always set plants in as the same depth as originally planted, or if anything, a little high. Planting a plant too low is killing it with kindness. Firm the soil and water in well with root stimulator solution. Water the smaller the plant, the better chance of the survival. If in doubt whether the plant should be moved or how it should be done, stop into Waddell's and ask our Michigan Certified Nursery Specialist to help you. When you're talking about one-third, 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 mm-hmm. okay, should you have a wheelbarrow? Yes. And you put them all in there and mix it up yep. instead of putting layer, layer, you got layer, it. right? Or a bushel basket and okay. till it all up. So all okay. around the plant, it's got a little of all three okay. of them. And the reason we use some of the existing soil is to create that natural environment mm-hmm. instead of making a fake environment when okay. you're putting it back in. So remember, transplanting before new growth begins is essential for your plant's move to be successful. So um, although it's only early April, there is plenty of things and plenty of plants to take care of. Telling the wife, we for sure have to get the fruit tree sprayed this week. Dormant dormancy when the boys were is is breaking the sheath are starting to open like prunus and cherry and plum is starting to crack go out and examine your fruit trees if they are starting to crack some of them need to be sprayed at half strength if they are still tight bud and closed get the dormant horticultural spray oil on soon horticultural spray oil will smother 
the, the insect and what is harboring on your plant. Five to seven days later, get your fertile fruit tree sprayed. You will have wonders way better than if, uh, again, in June when you wonder, hmm, I got peach leaf curl all over my peaches and I, I can't even see the fruit because the foliage is so contorted. Um, we'll tell you to listen over Garden Fence <laughs> next year at the right time. So, um, yeah. If you have scotch pine, white pine, or spruce trees that have dead terminal shoots every summer, the culprit is white pine weevil. A lot of times, Jim, uh, the top of the spruce is broke over, and people will think it's a bird that lands on the top and breaks the top over. The bird is actually landing to eat the weevil. <laughs> well, so, that works out. Yeah. The white pine weevil becomes active in early April. Adult weevils lay their egg in the treetops, which develop larvae that bore into the terminal chute and subsequently die. Pruning is your control program is very important. 38 plus to spray on the terminal shoots when the buds swell. So in the next couple weeks for sure. European pine shoot moth will also be on Austrian, Mugo, Scotch, and red pines. Very similar, killing the terminal chute. Pine shoot moth damage is recognized by curled dead branch tip ends. Control pine shoot moth with sprays of 38 plus at bud swell and again in late June. Another damaging bore that can be controlled now is Zimmerman pine shoot bore. Zimmerman pine shoot bore can damage and kill trees by girdling both the branches and the trunk of a lot of your evergreens. Spray valuable evergreens in early April, and then again, third week in May with 38 plus. We take care of um, some property behind, <clears throat> I won't name the property, but behind Bronson Athletic Club off 9th Street. Okay. Jim, there's got to be 200 oak on this property. Lots. Wow. I have never seen the gypsy moth so bad in my life. Mm. Um, it's almost the cocoons were encasing all the plants the below. No, not the tree. Just they were just the in the plants below them were just destroyed. Wow. Um, the Norway spruce probably had. They were just eight to ten footers we had mm. put in. Must be ten, five to ten thousand cocoons all over them. Wow. They had decimated the plants. So. Um, Cankerworm and gypsy moth can be reduced by applying the tangle foot to tree trunks now and not on the trunk, but wrap the tree with a band with the tree wrap. Then apply the tangle foot to the band. Years ago, I will say, everybody, <clears throat> we lived in Portage, and they didn't put the band on. We just, I remember Dad putting the tangle foot on the mm -hmm. oak tree. I can drive by my house still to this day. Mm, been a few years <laughs> mm -hmm. you can still see the ring on the tree wow. so put put the tree wrap on first and then and then um, the tangle yep but then at that property we did that to 50 oaks last year the wrap gym was probably two to three pounds hmm. of casings from the gypsy moth that had stuck to that tangle foot when we took them all off wow so uh, we had a garbage can filled 55 gallon drum filled with that so it works it works <laughs> it works so um we can come back after a break okay. again there's a lot more we're just trying to go over health and uh i just thought with the weather jim everybody's going to be out and wondering what to do yeah there we go well we'll figure that out again 3824280 
877-382-4280. Or if you're a little radio shy, just text us at 80373 and we'll be right back with Over the Garden Fence. To attract the most beautiful birds to your outdoor living area, you'll want to make sure you have bird feeders filled and a water source nearby. The birding experts at Waddell's have the advice and everything you need to attract hummingbirds, orioles, and bluebirds, including the feeders they prefer. And this week, they're all 20% off. Did you know the hummingbirds are heading this way and will be arriving soon? Waddell's has a large variety of hummingbird and oriole feeders, including the highly recommended Aspects feeders that come with a lifetime warranty. If you're looking for a feeder to hang by your window so you can get an up-close look at the hummingbirds, get a feeder that sticks right on the window. It's almost time to put up a feeder for Orioles, too. Choose from Audubon feeders, one designed to attach oranges and one that fits onto a jelly jar to give Orioles a special treat, all 20% off this week. Stop in and visit the birding experts at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. WKZO News Time, 9.35. Again, 40 degrees under partly cloudy skies. Hey, Andy and I talk off, off air a lot. Mm-hmm. You were talking about Gypsy Moss. It was a company, and I can't remember the name of it, uh, near, in between uh, uh, Plainwell and Allegan. You said 222? Yeah, M2- on M222. Yeah. And what they did was they marketed coffee filters that would have this wasp, and the only thing that wasp would consume was gypsy moth larvae, yeah. or it would kill it, and then it would eat it. And um, the alternative ed that I was principal to, we had the kids go out in a couple of days, and bam, 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 all over oh, the place. Oh, those up. And oh, nice. They, they, it was amazing. We went back and looked later, and yeah. where you could see other places um, where there are gypsy moths. Uh, nowhere in the township. They were just, and these wasps didn't harm anything else. They yeah. didn't go after humans, animals, anything. They went after the gypsy moth. It was so, a na- natural predator. A natural predator. Cool. And I haven't heard of any company hmm. using that process again. And I think these people are out of business now, but I don't know. But it was just amazing to see yeah. how good that thing did. Yeah, neat. It was cool, because, you know, you hate gypsy moths. Yeah. Uh, they we can, do. Man, they can deforest a, a tree in no you, time. You can drive up 75 heading up north, and yep. you'll see from a distance the poor cherry tree or the maple tree, and that's the only tree that's got leaves on it. All the oak, I mean, Are just gone. look right through the forest. Yeah, oh, it's just the same. And gypsy moth won't kill the tree on year one, but slowly but surely, if you don't have foliage, slowly but surely you have to re-leaf out and relief out, and sometimes that plant is struggling to even put out one inch of growth a year. So, yeah, Jim, you um, you actually had a question last week we didn't get to about oh. <laughs> a friend of yours that had a stump removed, and yes, because of the storm damage, had that stump ground out. Now I'll let you explain. Well, we the thing is, is that they were wondering what they could do to plant. Either you know a flower bed, or could they, or would, should they put a raised bed over it, or could they plant <clears throat> grass over it because it was ground down to the ground and it was just a bunch of wood chips. Yeah. So my question to you, Andy, was what can they do to rejuvenate that if if all they want to do, oh, let's just say all they want to do is put grass yeah. on it. Yeah. What do so, they do? Um, good friends of mine have been. All of them have been very busy the last couple of weeks with, with grinding and removing trees. We had work at Waddell's done yesterday. And so um, those stumps grinding out, though, most of them, everybody, it's fresh uh, wood and really will deplete nutrients. Um, the wood will end up rotting in time. So the more you can rake out, the better. If your tree man can remove 
the stump. It is better than grinding it down. Now, grinding it down, totally understand because there's roots everywhere. You can't get on a big tree, but you're grinding it down. And in time, it's going to rot and make a cavity there. Fill it in with topsoil and uh, you could plant over it. Some companies will remove those roots, tear the whole thing out. You'll need lots more soil. But then you've solved a solution, Jim, and then you could plant a tree, a shrub, a raised bed. Okay. You put something. Uh, you might be right. You could do a raised bed and then lift soil around that and plant that around that. It would take a long time for it to settle. So, Well, then would you put um, the – I'm use. i thinking visqueen, but that's not it. It's the, the weed cloth, barrier. Mm-hmm. the weed barrier. Yep. So would you cut a piece of weed barrier to go around where the wood chips are even and then just put it over that so that um, if you do put a raised bed over it, that the roots don't seep down and whatever is in the stump doesn't come up? Well, and more so, you're going to have – you know, six to ten to twelve to twenty inches of soil on top of that. More so, there's um, the weed barrier is not allowing the weeds to grow back up through the fresh soil you just okay. put. Because you can bury a dandelion and it'll come up three feet on oh, you, yeah. no problem. It'll come right through your concrete. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So maybe uh, that spot, Jim was saying, everybody might be a good spot for a little raised bed yes. too. You can always put something like that. Yes. So, um, I uh, I know we're just trying to do. Yard work this week. We were out in our yard yesterday <clears throat> cleaning up. A lot of the big branches were clean, but everything was somewhat froze to the ground. So we had spruce and maple. We were cleaning up buckets of it and throwing over in the burn pile. So I know there is a lot of work. I know um, sometimes you have to reassess and uh, getting rid of the trees first, maybe now that you got that lawn cleaned up. Maybe now is the time to assess the lawn. We were talking about drainage earlier. <clears throat> you can always bring a six by six sample into yes. Waddell's. Bring it My in a shoebox. Shoe yes. You got it. <clears throat> but Jim, then you can see that clay base. You can see, oh, <laughs> your roots don't even go down two inches. Okay. Then we can suggest that program along with a four step spring program that might include some gypsum or clay soil conditioner or something else. When you're going to use those, Andy, the mm-hmm. gypsum or the clay, uh, you know, the re- yep. whatever, should you aerate the lawn first uh, it so it will get down better? Would be awesome if you okay. could do it. Yep. Okay. Yep. So if you, you could dethatch it or aerate it. Is, yep. it. is it better to just aerate it because of the aerate holes? It. Yep. Okay. Yep. Or All even right. a plugger. So you don't have any, you, you, you shouldn't have any issues aerating this early in the season not at all okay not at all your ground is gonna be um somebody was rolling yesterday huge roller like a six foot wide roller on a john deere Uh now i know i totally understand about rolling but you are only compacting your yard (laughs) that's the last thing your yard wants to do but i understand that's what grandpa used to do Uh and then that's what dad does and that's what you do but if you can actually go through and maybe those mole holes Pack them down with your feet yeah. rather than roll over the whole thing because you're trying to aerate ground. You're not trying to compact to ground. To compact it, okay. For sure. So Let's, We're going to take a quick break, and then mm-hmm. we're going to start wrapping things up for this uh, Saturday on Over the Garden Fence. And we got a lot of uh, material to cover here in the next few minutes, so we will. Had problems with unwanted critters eating your shrubs, evergreens, and tender perennials? Waddell's recommends protecting them with 100% natural systemic Repel-X repellent. Systemic Repel-X delivers a hot pepper concentrate through plant roots, making the plants inedible to animals like rabbits and deer. 
Waddell's carries several sizes and varieties. On sale this week is the one and a half pound granular for just $17.99. You save $4. Or the three pound size on sale for just $23.99 and save $6. Have the moles given your lawn that fresh plowed look? Try putting Repel-X for Lawns on right now to send hungry moles out of your yard. Moles, gophers, and other burrowing animals stay out of lawns and gardens that are treated with Repel-X Mole and Gopher Repellent. Repel-X products are all natural and contain no harmful chemicals, so you can protect your plants, your family, and the environment. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. And we're back to Over the Garden Fence on this Saturday morning as we get ready to wrap up this edition. Lots of stuff going on. And, as always, there's an event. <laughs> yes, yes, sure. yes. So, hey, I'll do one more timely tip, and then we'll go back to our event. So, you know what? Um, peony plants starting to come up. Delphinium, foxglove, some of those starting to show up. Is it time to get your peony rings on, your tree stakes on around the plants? Sometimes the plants grow up and then it's too late to get the peony ring on it and then they flop all over. Is your peony ring uh, um, maybe something that's worn? Maybe stop into Waddell's to get some of those uh, rings up around the perennials so they don't flop over. I said earlier to do that uh, we'd love to invite you over to Rabbit Angel Rabbit Rescue is at Waddell's this morning. And it's just uh, posed with a little adoptable bunny. And um, come do some of the crafts and uh, um, maybe take time out to come take a, a little breath of spring there at Waddell's today. So there's more timely tips. Stop in with some of your questions. Somebody mm-hmm. had a list with their journal the other day, and that's some of the best thing with pictures the on their phone. Fu- it is. It is. Bring in your soil sample. Even if you're not doing lawn, maybe it's to do with the new landscaping. There you go. You want to do this again next week? I'd love it, Jim. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yes, and thank you for listening to Over the Garden Fence. Tune in each Saturday after 9 a.m. for Over the Garden Fence, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of Millen and 12th Street.